This sermon is brought to you by Shofar Christian Church. We hope that you will be blessed by this message. Our audio and video sermons are also available on Shofar TV to download and share. Good morning. Welcome to our morning service. I'm really privileged to share the Word of God with each one of you this morning. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Pastor Eugene Dolman. And this morning, I'm really trusting that God will work in our hearts and that each one of us will experience the liberty and the freedom we can access through the Holy Spirit. Let me pray for us. Thank you, Father, that we can come to you this morning, Lord. Even in all the midst of all the things that is going on, Lord, we bring our hearts before you this morning, Lord. And we thank you, Father, that you are good. And Lord, that you love each one of us so intimately, Lord. And this morning I pray that, Holy Spirit, that you will speak to each one of us. And Lord, that you will come and reveal those areas where we have been stuck. Those areas, Lord, where there's no liberty. Come and reveal it, Lord, in our hearts, Lord. We want to be set free, Father. We want to know you intimately. And we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Most of us are experiencing an impact from all the rules and regulations and really the uncertainty that we are facing in this time. While I was preparing, I saw this picture of prison bars that breaks. And I'm trusting the Holy Spirit to break bondages today and that He will reveal our true freedom and our true identity in Christ. It's really interesting times that we are living in. And there's so much change that has happened in a very short space of time. It is as if the world is going through a reality check. I mean, the fast-paced living has slowed down. There's actually a value for life. There's family life that is being restored in many cases. There's crime that has decreased. And air is cleaner. I've been speaking to one of my friends in India and they say it's really just been so awesome not to have all the smoke in the air. Even nature is responding. And the other amazing thing is that there's no traffic. Yes, after they've lifted to level 4, there is a little bit more traffic. But also this time is marked with a lot of suffering. There are a lot of people that are suffering severely. There's job losses, there's businesses that are closing, there's people that are suffering from pain, there's sickness, there's disease, there's food shortages. And there's many people that is living in absolute fear. Now I'm trusting God that each one of us will realize what the promises are that He has on our lives. And that we will really understand the freedom that we can have in Christ Jesus. We are really fortunate that we have scripture and that we can read all the testimonies of perseverance through troubled times. I'm thinking of Noah, of Abram, of Joseph, Moses, David, all the prophets. Each of us listening, we have a promise of God on our lives. And we have a future and we have a hope. Because Christ will never leave us and never forsake us. He will never disappoint us. 
I want to read for us a scripture in Hebrews 12 from verse 1 to 2. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Recently I started to jog. Now I've always been jogging, but I'm jogging further than what I used to jog. Lizelle Parsons and Chris Parsons, you can be proud of me. I'm jogging 10 kilometers at a time now. But you see, in this lock time, I have added some extra weight. Now when we've added some extra weight, the scripture says that it slows us down. Every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. Those are the things that are slowing us down. Now, when we run, sometimes we hit a hill and we sometimes feel that we need to just stop. But I want to encourage each one of us not to stop. You see, once we are over the hill, there is a reward. There is a time that is going to come which is going to be really amazing. I'm expecting that the Lord is going to do a mighty thing in our country. There is a big harvest that is coming in. Maybe you are going through a time of doubt and despondency based on the circumstances that you are facing. Your experience is very real. Maybe you have to adapt more than what you think you can. And I'm thinking of, of my wife that is a medical representative where they now have to do all their calls with doctors on video platform. And it's really difficult because in this time, no doctor wants to speak to anybody else, but they only want to focus on the work that they are doing and the way that they are busy preparing for all the things that are happening. And there's a lot of pressure on Talita to make sure that she gets in contact with all the doctors and that she can still promote her products. And sometimes it feels overwhelming. And even with the children that is at home, that we are busy trying to homeschool, that's also another pressure that is really difficult. And I'm really thinking of all the single parents in this time. But this morning I want to encourage each one of us not to submit to doubt. You see, the enemy has a lot of plans and he wants to take our liberty away. The liberty that we have in Christ. And this morning I want us to discern and to expose all the lies that we might believe. So that we can be realigned with what Christ says about us. And all those other opinions of man and the enemy is fake news. Now there's five areas that we're going to discuss this morning. The first area is the accuser of the brethren. You see the enemy wants to bring us to a place where we don't 
trust in God. Where we don't trust the word of God or the authority of God. He does not want us as created in God's image, as children of God, to have a loving and absolute trusting and intimate relationship with our Father in heaven. As sons and daughters, he wants us to doubt God. And one would think that it would have been easier in the Garden of Eden where it was almost perfect uh, surroundings that they found themselves in and walking with God. But even in the good times that Adam and Eve was living here on earth, they also fell for the doubt that the enemy came to bring. Now, each one of us that is listening, we've got Jesus in our lives. And let's look at what James 4 verse 7 says. So humble yourselves before God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. So let's tell Satan to get behind us. When Jesus told Satan, get behind him, Satan had to obey. Because you see, Jesus knew that he was God's son. End of story. You are God's son and daughter. Don't listen to the doubts. Another area that we might be opening our ears to is the opinion of man. Listening and agreeing with what others say instead of what God says. In this time, we have seen alternative agendas, political agendas, media agendas, which all defaults to our sinful nature of being in control. Really believe, I really believe that God is about to do something really special in our country. He's going to use each one of us. But let us not live in the fear of man. Let's listen to what Paul writes in Galatians 1 verse 10. Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. See, many times we try to please people. But God is saying, let us listen to what he says. Not the opinion of man. I recently heard a story where a political party wanted to take the good work that a church was doing in a township where they were trying to um, give aid and food to a lot of people. And this political party tried to take this action over to brand it under their name. You see, there will be a lot of different agendas that comes out at this point in time. But I want us to realign our focus to God. Another area that I want to address is our old nature's desire. You see, when I was at school, I had a nickname. And I'm not going to tell you what that nickname is. But that guy was very naughty. And he had a lot of alternative motives. And you see, many times when the flesh in me comes out, I rebuke that old name, that old nickname. And I tell myself that it's no longer this one that is living, but it is Christ in me. See, many times we go back and we seek comfort in sin. We try and escape reality by 
indulging in fleshly desires. And we're trying to find a comfort in something else than Christ. Maybe you are escaping into porn or in drugs or in alcohol or binge TV series or social media or binge eating. Whatever that thing is, I'm saying come back to Christ because it's only in Him that we can find true liberty and freedom. Let us read Ephesians 4 from verse 20 to 24. But you have not so learned Christ, if indeed you have heard Him and have been taught by Him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Another scripture, 1 John 2 from verse 15 to 17. Do not love the world or the things of the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it, but he who does the will of God abides forever. Another area that I want to address is our thoughts. What are the thoughts and the meditations of our heart? Are we in self-pity? Do we have fits of anger or rage? Is there hatred or unforgiveness? Or self-hatred or resentment? What are the things that is in our mind? What are we meditating on in our minds? What is happening here? Now, I'm really trusting the Lord that each one of us will discern what is happening here. Because we need to take the thoughts captive and bring it under the obedience of Christ. Many times it is actually unforgiveness that keeps us bound. I remember one time doing a sermon on unforgiveness and I used an example of somebody that's being chained. Now, whilst that person was being chained, it was difficult to move. It was difficult to move forward. But I remember so clearly that as I wanted to unlock or when I brought that key to that person, which is Jesus Christ, to unlock that unforgiveness, the lock got stuck and it didn't want to turn. And I was thinking, Lord, why is this happening? This example is failing and I've got the whole congregation looking at me. And as I was um, asking God about this, He just told me that that is many times how we are when it comes to forgiveness. It's difficult for us to forgive. But once we know how much Christ has forgiven us, then there is a liberty to forgive and to set free. Don't carry unforgiveness. Don't carry unforgiveness towards others or towards yourself. Many times we resent certain decisions that we have made. But this morning I want to encourage you to come to Christ because in Him there is liberty. He forgives us. He wants to give us a freedom. 
See, many times the enemy wants to bring thoughts of condemnation. And what's the difference between condemnation and conviction? Condemnation keeps you in that space. But conviction brings a freedom. It brings a heart condition about that wants to change a repentive heart. And I want us to go through those thoughts. Don't end up sitting in self-pity. Don't sit with resentment or hatred. Because Christ has come to give us freedom and the liberty. I want to read for us a scripture in Psalm 19 verse 14. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Another area that I want to speak about is communication. What is the manner in which we communicate? What we speak is what we believe. Sometimes we need to listen to what we are actually saying. Colossians 4 verse 6 says, Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. See, when we bry a piece of steak, it's nice when that steak comes off the fire. But if somebody forgot to put salt on that steak, it's quite bland. But once that steak is seasoned with salt, it becomes amazing. It becomes awesome. You can't wait for it. Now that is the same with our communication. Let our communication be seasoned with salt and grace, impart grace to the hearers. So I'm asking, is our speech encouraging others? Are we being graceful? Are we truthful? Are we sort of making lies up? Or are we speaking the truth? Are we releasing faith through our speech? Are we loving others? Are we forgiving others? Are we honoring? I want to read another scripture for us in Ephesians 4, 29-32. And let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification that it may impart grace to the hearers. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice, and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as Christ forgave you. Now in closing, I want us to read some more scripture. Because we need to be realigned with the word of God. The liberty that Christ has given us. I want each of us to close our eyes whilst we pray and meditate on these scriptures that I'm going to read now. It's Galatians 5 verse 1, Acts 13, 38 to 39, 2 Corinthians 5, 17 to 19, and Romans 8, you can actually go and read the whole Romans 8, but 18 and 31 to 34. Let's close our eyes and I want to pray for us. Lord, we thank you for the liberty that you have given us through your son Jesus Christ. A freedom that is 
not like the world. It's so much different. It's a freedom within. It's a freedom that no man can understand in the flesh. And this morning, Lord, I pray that each one of us will meditate on Scripture and that as we meditate on your word, that the Holy Spirit will bring that liberty about, that freedom to believe and to follow you and to know you, to know you intimately. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Acts 13 Therefore, my friends, I want you to know that through Jesus, the forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you. Through him, everyone who believes is set free from every sin, a justification you were not able to obtain under the law of Moses. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things. Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died, and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Oh, thank you, Lord, that you are making intercession for us. Even in this time, I pray, Lord, that our focus will be realigned, that we will realize the price that you have paid for our liberty. And Lord, this morning, I pray that every prisoner will be set free, that those bars, Lord, will break, that the prison doors will open up in the name of Jesus. Amen. Maybe you are listening this morning and you need some more prayer. We would like to encourage you to complete the ministry card. We've put a link in the description. Please complete that card and we want to get in touch with you. Or maybe you are listening and you have backslidden. You have drifted away from Christ. Or maybe you don't know him. This morning I want to encourage you, complete that ministry card so that we can be in touch with you because there's a great freedom and a liberty awaiting you. Thank you for listening. Remember that our sermon audio and videos are also available on Shofar TV. Go to www.shofaronline.tv to download and share. Sing.